Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Audrey, my back is killing me. I'm moving all these boxes. You can chairs, thing. cabinets, chairs, maybe. all the stuff, the heavy plastic mats that your chair rolls on. Oh, God, I'm so tired from moving. You know, going into new office space, it's back breaking work, man. Back breaking work, but it's so well worth it. So pumped, Audrey. The Pittsburgh Technology Council, we've got some new space over in Nova Place. Couldn't be more excited. Over, and this is a Pittsburgh thing. It is. Over in the old Allegheny Mall. Allegheny Center. That's a Pittsburgh. Yes, yes the old Allegheny Center. The first building that it was yes. is the building that it will always be. <laughs> right? Yeah. And uh, so here we are in the north side, and it's... It is really North Side, is it not? It is North Shore. It is North Side, North Shore. Right. It's like right in that blend line. You could probably you could say either way, and you'd probably get away with it. No one would argue. Well, what's so exciting is that yeah. um, Farris Properties there has really put a lot of money and time into trying to repurpose right and reinvigorate the, this old Allegheny Mall. So there's just a lot of activity going on, and it's growing. I mean, Oracle's moving in there. They have. 200 yeah. people, confluences in there. Exactly. Um, I believe that PNC still has some of their call center in there. Big presence there. Big presence, right? Every time at the Eco Bistro, Alloy it's full 26. of PNC hoodies and stuff like that. Yep. Alloy 26 <laughs> Alloy is 26 there. has a whole bunch of shared space. But what's really cool is that with the Tech Council, we we have renovated a space that I don't know what it used to be. It was a photo hut. It was a photo hut? I believe so. Mm-hmm. That we, entire space? They found they found this uh fun thing. Big I knew logo. That. So they used to like people would take your pictures there back in the day to be developed and you would pick them up <laughs> and then look at them. Wow, that's funny. <laughs> and then right? order order reprints. I'd like these in nine by right. twelve, please. <laughs> so we've taken this that space, that photo hut space, <laughs> and uh made it into new space for us. So first of all, we're on we're no longer on the same side of a river. Exactly. Right? So we've changed that. Yep. We've, um, we now are just inches from being able to walk downtown. We're inches from a new trail. And uh, we're in a neighborhood that is another neighborhood that is going through the beginnings of a, of a revitalization, a resurgence. But that neighborhood yeah. is one that has a lot of history. Hans. A lot of history. The oldest church in Pittsburgh. It was Allegheny exactly City at one point. There. And yeah. it was Allegheny City at Absolutely. one point, which is really interesting. But what I like, and I just didn't realize this, when we were down in South Oakland or Glenwood or whatever that neighborhood no was No one ever called. really knew where we were. I mean, I guess technically it was South Oakland, but it was also kind of Hazelwood, but also kind of, yeah, I don't know. It was like no man's land. The only way to describe it. Well, yeah, I mean, when it was great if you could go and you just wanted to come and hang out with us for a while and but then we were, just sort of be there. But we, were we were isolated. We were isolated, and yeah. I never realized how isolated, even Until though we're we always out. connecting with people. Exactly. But I didn't realize, and I think now what we're seeing, because we've had a chance to be on the north, 
right. side for the last couple of months. So we've gotten sort of used to the cadence over there. Exactly. What's very cool is that we are in a place that's going to be much more of a center. Exactly. A place where people can come, get connected. Hang out. Hang out. I mean, Federal Galley is right. My view of Federal Galley is inches Literally. from my desk. Our podcast room. Is looks inside. Right it looks into like it. you're in Federal Galley. Exactly. Maybe you'll get fat for the first time. I will not get fat, but I'll try. <laughs> <laughs> but Simple you know, that. so and the thing is, so the vibe there is is quite different than what the organization has been through in like almost twenty three, twenty four years. I feel like this is like the Pittsburgh Technology Council two point I think so too. It's the vibe and the energy being in this new space. Mm-hmm. I just feel like we're more in the middle of everything. That that we and we are now have an open door. Like we want people to come in, learn about what's going on. If you're a member, come and hang out with us. Audrey, we have and you've seen this beautiful, beautiful, beautiful co working desk that we put in. It's got it's got eight seats all powered up, made of reclaimed barn wood, beautifully made. Right. It's there. Work with me. It's like jump in, plug in, get work right. done, hang out, grab a cup of coffee. Well, you know, the other thing is I really want us to be part of that neighborhood, too. Exactly. Right, right, right. So that it sort of bleeds into that we're not just some aliens who have landed exactly. there. Exactly. And that we're doing some secret stuff. But we're trying to nope. understand what is humming in that neighborhood. In that neighborhood, exactly. Right. And I know, you know, Allegheny General is know in, increasing the mm-hmm. size of their space and they're going through a renovation and there's going to be a lot of cool things Absolutely. happening there mm-hmm. but also the neighborhood the neighborhood east ohio street is trying to rethink you know their own brand as well and really... for the first time since i've lived here yeah no it's i've been slowly exploring exploring east ohio street like arnold's have you? arnold's tea arnold's tea is great suba's Oh, Suba's you ne- went to. Nepalese That's right. Nepalese food. Oh, man. Really, really good. This, I'm so excited to be part of this where we can go out and be part of the community. Right. And actually. See, yeah. it's Talk to people. Ask them what's, what's going on. Let them know what we're working on and being sort of part of the fabric of the north side. I'm very excited about we that. We need to be like a man on the street on the north side. We should. Or on East Ohio Street. Just asking people what they know about tech in Pittsburgh. And maybe it's not a whole lot, and we can help change that. I know. And maybe it's more and than we I'm would gonna, ever know. Right. So I, we, this should be a fun experiment for I us I think it would be awesome. And that's really what has jazzed me Yeah. when we talk about the Tech Council 2.0. Definitely. It's a center. We're able to flex ourselves. We're able to partner with people in, the, in yep. our neighborhood. I know. Exactly. And did you see they renovated the city, um, gave a little bit of uh, oomph to a park they close did. by? I didn't know that. Yeah. See? They sunk a little money into that park there. Um, it's very, it's quite lovely. It's a good place to be, and I think we're going to just exponentially grow and reach more people and better connect by being in our new space in Nova. And we're definitely going to eat more thanks to and we're Federal Galley. Eat a lot more at Federal Galley and the Eco Bistro and Subas, <laughs> because Subas is just a short, short walk. And I tell you what, the biryani there, not too shabby. That's well, there's a think. Hungarian restaurant. There is. That's like around what? the block. I'll really? look for the name of that. Okay. There's like an authentic Hungarian restaurant. Wow. I know. Hmm. Really want to go there. No, I'm really thinking. Anyhow, it's No, gonna... I love that it's all nested in there. It is. It's so, so cool. So really Oldest w- church in Pittsburgh. Exactly. Emanuel Church. They do jazz vespers on Sunday nights. They do. They do. So it's, it's exciting just unending. Times. It's exciting time. We're going to do an Allegheny tour, walking tour. We should do that and do the man on the street. 
No, but we're going to do a walking tour. Someone's going to tell us. And just go through and see all the major sites. Yeah, someone's going to tell us the history there. Well, I think while we do that, we should run into people and ask them what they know. Well, why is it called the Mexican War Streets? Probably goes back to naming them after people in the Mexican War. Mexican-American War. I I don't know. I think that's wrong. We're going to find out. I think that's wrong. Is it maybe? I don't know. We'll find out, and we'll let you know. Anyhow, we've got a great show lining up tonight, I swear. We have Joel Reed from Open Arc. No stranger to Tech Vibe Radio. No, oh, good friend yeah. of the Tech Council. Talking about progressive web apps. Exciting stuff. It's like the two worlds, like native apps and websites all kind of coming together. Which and is they're very working on uh, virtual reality and augmented reality. Yeah. We have a guy who I think has the coolest last name out there. Don DeRay. DeRay, not... It yeah. is like capital D, lowercase a, capital R, lowercase e. He runs Consensus Technologies. Talking about access and identity tonight. Very exciting stuff. And, of course, we have Connor's group stopping by as well. Jeff Pertin stopping by. Audrey, you're going to love this segment with him because it's all about the retail experience and how they're able to help. Really, really cool stuff. I can't wait. This is why we just love doing this show. What a cool variety of things happening here in Pittsburgh. We got new digs over in Nova Place. What's not to like on a Friday night in Pittsburgh? It's great. Honored to be here. Absolutely. Hey, learn more about the Tech Council by going to pghtech.org. We want to hang out with you. Simple as that. This is Jonathan Kirsting. And this is Audrey Russo. We'll be right back after this quick break. Nothing better than a Friday night, Audrey, and we are just starting to warm things up around here on Tech Vibe Radio, are we not? We certainly are. Yes, yes, yes. We have Don DeRay here from Consensus Technology. I love his last name. Yeah. What's the the derivative of that? No idea. It wasn't like a longer name? No, I don't think so. Wow, I like it. DeRay. I like it. It's like D-A- Capital R E. Yes. Yeah. Love man. it. It's like it's like boom and boom, like right to the point. <laughs> Very cool stuff. Consensus Technologies, cool company you started up. What about a decade or so ago? Yeah, the company started in about two thousand six. Yeah, that's crazy. So yeah. it's like thirteen years later. Like, where'd the time go? You're probably assuming at this point. So tell our listeners, just give us the quick pitch. What is Consensus Technologies? Well, Consensus Technologies. Uh, we started in two thousand six. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bill Gooseman and I started the company uh, to focus on identity and access management. Yeah. We met each other back in the late 90s when we both worked for Novell. So Aha. I'm dating myself Novell. there. Novell, okay. you know who started there? Raynorda. <laughs> Eric, Eric Schmidt. Schmidt. Absolutely. Wait, Eric Schmidt, Google. you're right. Yes. Oh, that's crazy, man. That's when I worked at uh, Reynolds Metals. I remember he would, we used Novell. He, he left uh, Sun Microsystems to be the CEO for right, about four, no- years four years at Novell. Right. And that really went well. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> They're not around anymore. No, last time we checked, they're not. They're right. So, no. so, so, so you left Novell to start up a, a business around identity and access. Yes. And you've grown to be beyond that, beyond those capabilities as well, too. What are some of the core things that, that Consensus does? Well, we also added uh, software development a couple of years ago yeah. uh, to actually add on to the identity and okay. access management practice because it was doing really well. And then uh, we added a third practice, uh, your local uh, managed services and right. support. So we Absolutely. added that. And you've got a nice, a nice diverse clientele as well, too. I think it's really interesting. You've got large and small businesses across different industry sectors. Tell us a little bit about your client base. Sure. Well, we have 123 customers that we actually work with all the way from Hawaii, County of Maui. Wait, from Hawaii? customers, absolutely. Wow. Uh, yeah. You have to go on site to visit <laughs> oh, to do to installs? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh, Especially man. in February. Exactly. That's what we thought, Don. Yes. <laughs> we, we actually work for the county out there, and uh, we've got customers. Uh, most of our customers. Sure base, they do. <laughs> uh, education customers. We have a, a really good practice in education in K-12 and higher ed. Oh, wow. And that's what got you started, really. Education was kind of your first vertical that you really got into back in the day, right? 
Yeah, absolutely. Uh, my business partner at the time uh, was an academic director for sales at right. uh, West, uh, Novell. So actually, yeah, that's how we got started in that. I actually have an enterprise background. Okay. Very cool. <laughs> Very cool. So identity and access. I know. Let's nerd out get on scared. that. Yeah. You want to get scared. Yeah, this is scary stuff. It's automation. It, it, really, all identity and access management is is very simple okay. uh, automation of creating accounts. Uh, when somebody comes into an organization, right. whether let's let's use the K twelve example, when okay. a student comes into yeah. the district, they they're entered into the student information system. Right. And all identity and access management really does is make sure that when they're entered in that student information system, that their email account, their network account, mm-hmm. uh, they're created in the grade book, and we automate all of that. So as soon as the, the student comes in for classes, they have their email, they have their network account, they get and get into the library, and all we do is automate that. Gotcha. And of course, when they graduate, this, the end of that cycle is to turn those accounts off so they don't have access anymore. So you got to, and you have to manage all spectrums of that because, like I said, you can't have that account open and running when they're no longer in school. Right. And when they're in there, it's got to yes. be working as far in, as in that In the goes. corporate world, you know, you may get access to Office 365 or Salesforce.com. It's really expensive for those guys to keep those right. accounts around once they've – uh, you once only, they've left the company. You only want to pay for the seats that you're using. using because, you, And I'm, I'm assuming as you go through that with a lot of your customers, you're probably, they're probably experiencing a lot of savings because they're, they're realizing that, wait a second, there's like five Microsoft you know, accounts that are open that we don't need, and we're paying you know, 500 bucks a month for these things. Yeah, we work with a uh, food services company who's saved about uh, $50,000 a year. Whoa. But when, as people come in and out of their organization, they're using Google Apps for their email and they have to archive those. So we switch the licenses once they leave the organization. Ah. They're entered in the HR system. They just change the account, you know, from terminated or retired, whatever that is. Okay. And then we automatically set the license type uh, from a full account, giving them full access to just an archive license. So just doing something simple like that saved them a ton of money every year. So any helpful hints? What about pearls of wisdom that you can share with some of our listeners? Pearls of wisdom. Or pearls of wisdom, yeah. yeah. Like some top tips. <laughs> Things well, that we should not take for granted. Things that we should be alert well, to. You know, people don't. People Besides don't reaching out to you, right? Well, people don't scale. So when it when it comes to okay. even being uh, audited or just that number of user accounts. So one of our one of our customers actually has a problem with uh, the students just managing all the student accounts. You may have fifteen, twenty accounts that you need for school. I know my kids have five, six, seven, eight, and the IT but staff. Why? Because the teachers ha- ha- want them in Duolingo. They want them in, uh, you know, you they want a whole bunch the of other want them in Duolingo. Yeah, absolutely. My, my kid's in a German class right now. Please, do you email. hear that? Really? Go, yeah. So you, you have all these accounts with all these usernames and passwords out there. Uh, identity management can actually help you with synchronizing all your usernames, all your passwords, ah, all these applications okay. to make it very simple for you to log I didn't in. realize you had the whole idea of synchronizing because when you have all these multiple disparate accounts, it kind of brings it all together. So one one login, you get into all your stuff. Without having Absolutely. To it may be multiple logins, but it's the same username, same, same password. Gotcha. Everywhere. Very cool. Yeah. yeah. Wow. How much fun do you have? How much fun do I have? I always yeah. have fun every day. Do you? <laughs> every day. Well, you're you solving feel like you're problems. solving real problems here Absolutely. every day, right? Absolutely. We, we solve all kinds of customers. Make sure that the customer is secure by making sure that people have access. Not only do you have an account, but you have the right access within that application. Keep people working and keep, keep, keep them, them being productive. productive. Keep them, productive. Get, keep them out of things that they're not supposed to have. Right. Students don't get access to the gradebook system, for instance. <laughs> now, what fun Aww, is that? Come on, jeez. stinks. <laughs> That's not fun. Exactly. That stinks. So if people are listening and they want to reach out to you, what kind of problems would they have that you think you could solve? 
well, we really run run into two two problems. Uh, one of them is auditing. We have customers mm. in 2008 when the banking collapse started happening, right. all the regulations came in. We really had a, a upswing in 2009 when some businesses were having problems. We That's actually crazy. had a really good year that year because we went in and did all the auditing. Uh, for instance, uh, here locally, uh, not even a bank example, but another education example, we had uh, our, one of our local large universities that I actually worked at. They were they had over a hundred thousand active accounts Jeez. out there, so we okay. were able to bring that down to their actual enrollment, which was forty thousand accounts, just Whoa. by going in and doing the audit, making sure that the right accounts were active. So you were able you were able to, to mm-hmm. streamline out sixty thousand accounts. accounts. Yes, that's no messing around. Right. Very cool. Yeah. So you can work in any sector, right? Absolutely. Any sector can use identity and access management. Uh, back at, when I worked at Novell, I actually uh, went to WQED and d- did the identity management. Oh, did WQED you? Okay, cool. Back in the day. So and I've so who do you work with inside an organization? Is it the director of IT? Is it chief information security officer? Depending on the size of the organization, yeah. a director at a small school, uh, but also the CISO is something we hit on our all our corporate customers. And so I would think publicly held companies would be pretty happy to know that you're inside their organization, right? Absolutely. Yeah, keeping them safe and secure, keeping saving them, safe them money. And secure, Come on. Yeah. So, <laughs> Let's not talk about that. Mm-hmm. So, what's the craziest thing you've ever seen? Uh, I have actually seen uh, an HR person and a security person uh, start a fight over the oh. initial password. Oh my! <laughs> that's, and, and you, that's and crazy. you, large drum company in New Jersey, separated them. Yeah, with a crowbar. Mm, not, I, let, I let the CISO actually make let, the decision, let, but okay. <laughs> they were removed from the meeting. I guess. Oh wow! <laughs> wow, isn't it so funny how passionate people get? Absolutely. When you're talking about people's data and right. you're going into HR, you have to go in and talk their talk and make them very comfortable exactly. that you're going to be using their data for good. For sure. So people want to learn more about consensus technologies. Where can they go and learn about all your services, including identity management? They can go to our website at okay. www.consensus.com. Very cool. Just that simple. And congratulations Thank on you. business well done there. Talk, talk about in 2006. We're heading to 2019, and you guys are just growing. Absolutely. Customers in Hawaii. I love that. Yeah. That's just so cool. That's just a vacation. Yeah. <laughs> that's so that's some doing Thank some you so work. much for being here. No problem. Thank you. Don Dre, you're making Pittsburgh proud. Very, very cool. Up there in Cranberry Township doing what you guys do. Hey, we have more Tech Vibe Radio coming your way, I swear. This is Jonathan Kirsting. And this is Audrey Russo. And we are from the Pittsburgh Technology Council. We have awesome companies like Consensus Technologies as our members. Find out how you can be a member as well by going to pghtech.org. And fly on over to Twitter at pghtech. So glad you are here hanging out with us here on Tech Vibe Radio this Friday night. This is Jonathan Kirsting. And this is Audrey Russo. And Audrey, really cool guest. First time appearance Oh, wow. Drum radio. roll. Yeah, we do a drum roll. Ding. Yes. Jeff Perriton from Connors. Jeff. All right. Thanks for having me. No, we're so psyched yeah. to have you here. You're working on some really cool stuff. Before we jumped on air, we were just learning about some of the projects that the Connors group's all about. And there's some amazing stuff for us to talk about. But first and foremost, who is Jeff? And tell us a little bit about your company. All right. Well, thanks for, again, thanks, Audrey. Thanks, Jonathan. Connors Group is a management consulting firm, and we help companies improve productivity and efficiency. And that sounds a little bit nebulous, but it, it really is, uh, it's at the core of what we do, and it's a little bit different by industry. So in retail, we help people improve customer service and, and improve the, the work and life balance of the team member and, and how they execute their work. In distribution, we help put the right people at the right place at the right time. Everything is digital and e-commerce now, so 
When you order something online, what do you expect? You expect it to be there the next day. Next day. That doesn't happen unless you have people staffed at the right time, at the right place, in the right job function. So break it down. So break it down, right? Let's just do retail customer service. So retail What can we expect by getting engaged with you? Well, we help companies understand that customer experience better and more intimately than they can with a lot of different technologies. We actually go in and study the customer experience and study the interplay between the customer and the employee and really try to figure out how to drive that better customer experience. So, okay. So you do that through some technology? We do. We, so we have a combination of tools. We mm-hmm. have our own software that helps do labor modeling so that they can help schedule. There's a lot of higher-end, uh, more technical solutions like a Kronos or mm-hmm. like a Reflexus right. that help to do the staffing and scheduling. Well, those systems need data. What we do with our technology, LaborPro, is help collect that data, design that data, and make it specific to that unique location. So break it down a little bit again. So This is the third breakdown. The da- Man, we're getting granular. Well, no, I'm, right into, I'm into this because this yeah, is a very is cool. big problem. It is. No, this is a very big problem. The customer service piece is not learned through a manual. The customer service piece has to do with performance. So you're hitting on all those pieces. So if I'm working in a store, what kind of data are you going to extract? So we're going to provide you with information about where your customer shops in the store, how long they shop in that location. Are they interacting with your team member? If they are interacting, who's initiating that interaction? Wow. Is that you as the, as the team member or does the customer have to search for you? So what's the date? Am I wearing an apparatus while you're collecting this data? We are actually doing that with handheld devices. So we have cool. handheld devices, much like an Apple, uh, you know, uh, an iPhone right. or an Android mm-hmm. device. Okay. And we're out there with customized studies for each different retailer. So wow. your study is based upon your store, your scheduling, Very your cool. staff members. And, and then we also have a repository and a library of data from other retailers that we're able to compare and contrast you to, to say, mm. this is where you are compared to the industry, right. and this is where we can get you. Wow. And so can you and so you do individual assessments as a result of that or do you do collective analysis? We do both. So you do both. Absolutely. So I you, you can say in this store this is what's happening, this is the the amount of lack of responsiveness or whatever it may be. Absolutely. And and traffic down in physical stores in brick and mortar is is so far down right now. Retailers have to make the most out of every second. Exactly. Right. Right. Right? It's not like just having a thousand people walk through the door. Exactly. So when we're when we're working with these companies, we're talking about things that are important, not about cutting costs, but Mm -hmm. about driving revenue. So how do we drive revenue? We provide a better customer experience. How do we drive revenue? We provide a better employee experience, which means less less turnover, better retention. So we've got a happier employee, a more engaged employee, an enthusiastic employee. That's at the right place at the right time right. to serve our customers. So just, That's pretty cool. Do you think at some point there's going to be uh, a turn in the market where you know we've gone so far to ordering everything online that we don't want to go in a store? And I'm I'm kind of like that right now. I don't want to go into a store. But Jonathan I, and I are allergic. I'm allergic, but when I, I go in, but when I go into a store and someone engages me and gives me an experience and you feel like you're a valued customer and they're helpful. That's called dating, Jonathan. It, well, that, it's been so long, Audrey. It's been so long. <laughs> the, <laughs> But but it makes you actually want to go to the store because you know you're going to get that that, that human connection and feel like you're getting a better thing. I'm just saying. I'm a lonely man. I'm on aisle two. (laughs) Jonathan, there's a lot of us that want that customer service. Right. There are a lot of retailers out there. Go into the Apple store. 
Exactly. They roll right up to you. They're They're annoying. No, it used to be awful. But everybody loves them. That's why they're in that store. But think about everybody wants that service, that experience. Well, well, think about the Apple store like maybe Mm -hmm. 10 years ago. You'd roll in there, you didn't know where to go. They would just say, no, you have to go to the Genius Bar first. And you're like, what? Ah." Now they roll in, they have a little thing, and they tap you in, and they're all engaging. And it's it's like night and day. Exactly. As much as I hate going there because I don't like going there, but when you do, you know it's going to be okay. You know it's going to be okay. And there, right. are, you know, every retailer is a little bit different. Right. If I'm shopping at a TJ Maxx, I don't expect that. But you know what I do expect? I expect to be able to go do my treasure hunt. And when it's time to get out of the store, I don't want to wait in a long line. Right. Exactly. So how do we make that happen? But I would like someone to help me treasure hunt in a TJ Maxx. Whoa, there you go. That's a unique idea. Right? See? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Jeff's writing uh, that one down. It, concierge service <laughs> concierge at TJ Maxx. That's what I'm saying. I, I'm serious. We will bring that up to them. It's like, I'm looking for this kind of purse and these kind of stockings. Don't make me go through all of that. And I know it's in there. I know Absolutely. it's in there somewhere. You go find it. <laughs> I, I've not seen that in a, a TJ Maxx or a Ross, but I have seen it at a Century 21. Okay. And a Century 21 is is essentially a I luxury know. I know Century 21. Uh, a luxury right. discounter that's out of New York City. I know. But you still do deep dives in Century 21. You, I'm a New Yorker. Yeah, you absolutely you go, can. You get there really early. <laughs> you do deep dives. I go there with my daughter and it's like see you in 3 hours. But if you want to meet her, water. <laughs> she's one of the concierges and she's fantastic. Right? Absolutely. That's really cool. Yes, they're they're wonderful. They're another client of ours, and are they? We, can you get me some stuff if I ask you? We can introduce you to the right people. Audrey's <laughs> <laughs> looking for the hookup. Get man. down there often uh, enough, and they do have an online presence now. Do so they? So they have an whole, a whole e-commerce. No yes, way. Yes, they do. Yes, you have made my look at her. Day. Audrey is ecstatic right now. My belt came from there. My shoes came from there. Online. <laughs> No, unfortunately not. You did not. the hunt. <laughs> no, you did, did the treasure hunt. Actually, Heather found, she had a room set up for me with all of my sizes, everything <gasps> that I was interested in. No. Yes. Wow. I want Heather. Yes. Yeah. You have to. You got to make that happen. That's I will make awesome. It only for Audrey, not for you, Jonathan. Oh, geez. He doesn't care. He doesn't care. He could wear the same thing every day. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. He's not as stylish as you. He is. No, you're stylish as Audrey. Yeah. Uh-uh. Stylish is not part of the vocabulary. <laughs> so that's way cool. So then you have a team of people that get excited by the content and by the domain expertise, I would imagine. Absolutely. We we really want to make companies better. We want people to have a meaning to their job and some real fulfillment. And by, like by fulfilling, doing... Fulfilling. No pun intended. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> fulfilling, both <laughs> on the store side and the e-commerce and distribution side. So that is so exciting. And so it's fascinating because in many ways, if you're listening right now, we're, listen, we're having a chance to talk with Jeff at Connors Group. And your website is what? www.connorsllc.com. Okay. So if they can go there and check yeah, you out. Check it out. But what's so fascinating is that there is one movement that's going on in the, in the economy of eradication of customer service, right? Eradication of first-level help, eradication of phones, et cetera. Right. But the demand for intimacy and the demand for responsiveness is at an all-time high. Absolutely. And think about it. When you when you call somewhere, mm-hmm. how often do you get a human being? I, I get scared. I instantly I hit zero human. on things just so I, do I can too. get right hoping, to the hoping hoping you can find get it. Hoping and sometimes right. they go, you picked the wrong exactly. number. Exactly. And then so, they hang up on you and I cry. Yeah, everyone wants that intimacy at a certain level, but they want it when they want it. Exactly. So how do we right. respond to the customer demand regardless if it's in a retail store? 
it's a distribution center, or even if it's a hospital. Well, we do work in hospitals. So well, you're in to, hospitals, too. Well, yeah, it makes to, sense. I mean, you're, you're inter- interacting with people. Well, think I mean, about yeah. the patients as customers. Right. Think about the team members as being at the right place at the so right time how, in the right mix. How many people are you with all these different industries you're working with? We, we're under 100, and, and we're growing every uh, every week. I was going to say, and you're out in South Point right now. We right? are in South Point. Yeah. Uh, we just uh, opened our new office about three months exactly. ago. Exactly, right, right, right. And we just celebrated our 10th anniversary. That is awesome. Ten wow. Years. Did that, you have a party? We did have a party. Did it, you have, like, a high-touch concierge? Well, we had a party <laughs> uh, at Nemecolon, so it was it was ah, pretty high-touch. there touch. you go. Yeah, we actually, absolutely had a great time. Wow. And we wanted to provide a, a great environment for our team members because – we look at everything that they're doing. They're the face of our company, and they're out there serving our, our customers every day. Gotcha. And they deserve that type so of experience. So what do you think? Can customer service be learned? Absolutely. You have to understand, first and foremost, what your customer expects from you. Again, going back to a TJ Maxx or a Ross, there's a different expectation from a TJ Maxx or a Ross compared to a Victoria's Secret, it, compared to a Nordstrom's, yeah. compared to a Tiffany's who we're working with. Mm-hmm. You're working with Tiffany's? Can we I are. put an order in? Absolutely. I'm Man, going there Audrey's next week. Got you all Do you get a place. discount? <laughs> no discounts. We can't ask for those. Do you spend time in New York? A lot. Okay, good. I got to talk See, to Matt. Audrey's so. offline. She's, she's got a, <laughs> she's got a list offline. for you, Jeff. Oh, boy. She's got We're a going out. offline. Right. The hook is in. So we just got about a minute or so oh. left. I know. But you know the time, time, time. So I'm just getting started. But 2019's around the corner. You guys are growing. What's what's going to happen to you guys in 2019? Yeah, you hiring? Yeah, you we hiring? are. We we actually were just doing interviews this afternoon, and we, have, uh, we hire experienced folks, but we also have a great relationship with the University of Pittsburgh, Penn State, in West Virginia, and we have a, a very robust co-op program that we're always rotating in new students, providing them with real-life work experience, and then uh, that's, awesome. that's where we do most of our entry-level hiring from, are those wow. three from universities. From all different universities? Uh, primarily those three, Pitt, Penn State, and West yeah. Virginia, okay. because they're Great. relatively local, right. and, and each of the programs are very good in their own right, but that's they're great. a little bit different. So, what a fascinating wow. company right that's there in so South cool. Point. Yeah. I just think it's so amazing. The best so, kept secret that we're trying to get out there, Jonathan. That's why we have you on Tech Vibe. Need, I want you guys back on here in six months. We're, Absolutely. We're, Thank you for having us. We're doing, Thank you. We're doing Tech Vibe uh, checkups here. We're having our Every every guest today we're saying we're coming yeah, back in six a, months. It's not a colonoscopy. Nothing. You don't need those. No, no. Way more <laughs> pleasant than that. Need in that case, like we'll be back in three months. Perfect. We'll do it that way. It's just blood work. Yeah, just blood work. It's just routine blood work. Not too painful. And we'll give you a lollipop and we're done. It's all good. <laughs> All right. Jeff, thanks so much. And once again, your website, before we go? www.connorsllc.com. Perfect. Mundo. This is Jonathan Kirsting. And this is Audrey Russo. We're the Pittsburgh Technology Council, helping tech companies succeed since 1983. Learn more about us at pghtech.org. Hey, thank you so much for keeping your dial tuned right here to Tech Vibe Radio. Audrey, it is Friday night. It's our last segment of the show. Wrapping it up. I know, but like we, we have an old but friend here. Aren't we us. like on third base? Kind of yeah. around the home. Mm-hmm. We right. have for a home run exactly. Right. Home and, we, run. and we have Joel Reed here from Open Arc to help us. Glad to be here. Wrap up, Jonathan. Yeah, it's been what six, seven months since the last time you I were think on. So. Really? Radio. Seems like just yesterday. I know. Time's so, what's new in the world of Open Arc? And tell everyone what Open Arc is. Open Arc is an IT consulting company. We're in Wexford. We do IT staffing and software development. Um. And so who should call you? What kind of people should call you? Uh, anyone that's looking for great talent in our city. Okay. Uh, or project work around uh, mobile applications, uh, virtual reality, Absolutely. web applications. To me, that is the Are most you seeing e- a demand in that? 
We are. VR? Yes, we're working. Really? With... So, what are the kind of skill sets do people have to do the VR work? Mm-hmm. Um, you need to know uh, 3D modeling. Uh, mm-hmm. You need to know Check. a game programming Check. Uh, techniques. Uh, Audrey, Check. You got. Check. I didn't know Audrey had are you all looking these for skills? a job, Audrey? <laughs> Maybe. Check. <laughs> Get you out of working with Jonathan? <laughs> Check. <laughs> so, no, because people ask, what what are the skills that you need yeah, to it, be able a to lot work of, in VR and AR? A lot of game programmers who maybe do that on the side or um, for a hobby uh, are great They program for, or play? They'll play. A programmer, I'm sorry, program. Right, so yes. they program. They program. They know that kind of interaction model, and mm-hmm. they turn out to be great VR programmers. Really? And yeah. so you see in a demand for that, any particular verticals? Uh, manufacturing. Really? Utilities. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, innovative CIOs in our city who are there really are. excited Did you hear about that? Exactly true. There are a couple they of are. CIOs that are innovative here. Yeah. And when, are. when Joel and I were hanging out in the lobby before getting on air here, we were talking about what I love so much about OpenArc is their intersection with manufacturing, bringing virtual reality to manufacturing. I know, that's what I was just I asking. Know, that, so I I'm just, trying to understand. <laughs> exactly. I'm trying to understand what kinds of things are happening in manufacturing. A lot of people are looking at it for uh, safety-related training and manufacturing. So simulation? Yep. I did a demo last year at Tech 50. You had a demonstration out of virtual reality where I was like a utility worker, and I climbed down a manhole. I turned a valve off. It could have been a woman hole. Yeah. It could have been, but that would have been a whole other event. So (laughs) it was was, was crazy. It it was so much fun. And I I think you passed the test. I did. I was able to turn the valve off. You didn't die. I didn't die. (laughs) Exactly. I know. So, that is sort of cool, right? And it was just like I was doing it. Like, literally, like, you think you're going to you fall feel off. Like yeah. You're yeah. Really you gonna... really got the, the feeling as if, like, you're yeah. in this environment. Mm-hmm. And if I backed up too much, I was going to fall off. But I was just going to bump into someone's beer who was standing behind me, you know, in, in it's the really line amazing. to do it. So, well, that kind of immersive VR experience leads to great retention and the training exactly. experiences. Yeah. yeah. So people are excited about that. Yeah. And, and it leads to lower injury. Are you seeing the correlation between that? Well, right now we're in a phase with a lot of these manufacturers of prototyping mm-hmm. these solutions, okay. picking scenarios that right. are very dangerous that they want to roll out to right. their plants. Right. So, yeah, that'll be the next step to get some right. feedback Right, I would that. imagine. Yeah. So that's really cool. Yeah. I mean, and so when people get these skills, are they coming out of any particular university or college? Uh, no, I think it's more has to do with the game background and wow. design. Hmm. A design experience around 3D modeling and so forth. Absolutely. Yeah. So, cool. another technology that you're working on, you're really taking a leading edge in this, and you just actually published a, a pretty cool article in this in TQ Magazine all around progressive web apps. Yes. This really educated me. I, I didn't realize this was kind of going on, and it just yeah. seems like this is the next evolution as to how people are building sites right now. That is exactly right, Jonathan. So, Joel, tell our listeners about good progressive web apps. <laughs> I am. I, try, I study up. What can I say? <laughs> well, a progressive web app is not an application built by any particular political party, just to be clear. Oh, exactly. okay. thanks. It's, yeah. <laughs> thanks for was, straightening that out. No politics. Out. I was worried about that. <laughs> uh, a progress, progressive, the word progressive in that really means leveraging modern bra- uh, browser technology when it's available. Mm-hmm. And by doing that, you can deliver a mobile app experience with a web application technology. It's bringing those two worlds together. It, it is bringing them together, and it's pretty exciting. And I really think it's probably going to be the future of mo- a lot of mobile application development. And it, it is, we're just at the forefront of that, Jonathan, as you're Wow, oh, you get to about. work on some really great stuff. 
It is fun. We love talking to our customers, helping them figure out if that's the right fit or going native is right. Absolutely. Yeah. And so here we are. We're talking to Joel Reed of OpenArc, and he's getting to work on a lot of cool things, getting to make things and things that many people who are listening will probably find it very fascinating to understand what's happening, particularly in manufacturing. What, what about your background? What about you? How did you wind up in doing what you're doing? Where did you get your skills? Are you a native Pittsburgher? Yes, I uh, was born here. I've lived here most of my life other than going to Penn State and living in Allentown for a few years. I went to uh, uh, Penn State for computer science and moved back to Pittsburgh uh, to be around my family in Pittsburgh. Right. I just love the town. Yeah, of course. Love mm-hmm. the city. It's and, changed. Yeah. And I lived. I worked at DDI for a long oh, time. Oh, did you? Yeah. Okay. Uh, that brought me back here, a job there, moved up the ranks there. And uh, right before 2008, joined a startup company. And uh, you, you guys all know what happened in 2008 and the market crashed A little there. disruption we going read about on. It. Yes, yeah. read about it. Exactly. So that startup didn't last too long. All the funding dried up. And right. I was left in a kind of a odd position of not knowing what to do next, but it was a great impetus to start OpenArc with my partner, Bethany Simon. Yeah. So that was and, in 2008. Uh, kick in the pants. Yeah. Right. Something new, that market crash. So. Right. And what's very unique about OpenArc is you said you have the two sides of the business. You have the talent side, which Bethany's part of, and then you have the technical side, which, which yep. you lead up doing the virtual reality, you know, doing doing these progressive web apps and different technologies like that. So you kind of are able to counterbalance each other. You can bring the talent in to build these yeah. things, but also take that talent and put it onto customers so they can build their things for them out there. Yeah. Like, I think you know, that's a pretty unique mix Definitely. Uh, in Pittsburgh. You usually find a company that's one or the other of those. But we thought from the beginning that it made great sense to, to bring those two practices or disciplines together gives us a great ability to scale up on the right. project side when we need to and also on the technical on the talent mm-hmm. side to be able to help assess people and and just figure out who would be a good fit for those positions that people So what have. are you thinking about for the future? Like if you look ahead in 2019, what are you imagining some trends are in your business? Uh, we are we are seeing great growth in the virtual reality space mm-hmm. uh, and mobile applications. Still, so we're looking to uh, probably double that in the next in next. How year, many people do you have working on that side of your house? We have about uh, thirty. Wow. On that side. Wow. So, yeah. So you're we're, keeping thirty people happy, right? Yeah. Yeah. What's the secret? <laughs> and I think, like you're talking about, they love working on this. Right. Stuff. That's the fun part of being yeah. in a consulting company. Right. So they get so. they get also some domain expertise too. Yep. In manufacturing, uh, particularly, we've got one whole team that just is, uh, spends a lot of time understanding the physics behind right. all oh, those yeah. manufacturing things. And I, I, I don't get half of what they're talking about, but what <laughs> a about lot of physics robotics? and math. Are you seeing, what about robotics? Uh, uh, we're not particularly doing a ton in okay. that space. Yeah. More virtual reality more software. Than, yeah. Yeah. We're do, we do some hardware stuff with sensors. Uh, we just did a project with the University of Pittsburgh for an Apple iWatch project. Oh, that's fun. Getting nice. health data off the iWatch. Oh, people are people are a little with... nervous about that. Yeah. Right? Hasn't there been a little bit of um, some fallout? Yeah, you have to be very like, careful with uh-oh, privacy I'm having a heart and data attack. security. Yeah. Uh-oh, I'm having a heart No, you're not really, but it says I am. It says I am. <laughs> but it feels right? like I mean, it. it'll, be a, it'll be a little bit of time before it gets... 
less wonky. Yeah. But I imagine that. I think the iWatch 4 is going to go a long way in advancing that. They've put a lot of new sensors in there and so forth. I know. Well, I'm, I can I'm tell holding you out for I... the 5 or the 6, and then I'll get one. <laughs> not, not until I, then. <laughs> not until then. But I got to tell you, I have a great primary care physician, and he looks at all my Fitbit data. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Okay. My sleep, my exercise, wants to know if I'm BSing them. Okay. Yeah, he can see if it's, mm-hmm. huh, what's legit or not. And so, you know, I mean, it's, it seems awesome to me. Yeah. Yeah, having all that data is is going to really help healthcare, I think. Right. And, and a lot of researchers at the University of Pittsburgh and Carnegie Mellon are looking into how to leverage that and build right. agri- algorithms around that data. Yeah. So you're approaching now, it's going to be 11 years in business with OpenArc. It's a pretty cool journey, a pretty cool trajectory, building the applications you build, solving the problems you solve, staffing the way you staff and everything mm-hmm. like that. How do you mm-hmm. see things moving ahead? Because we're getting close. I mean, first of all, 2018 is almost over. I know. Like, what the heck? I don't know where it went. And every time I get towards 19, I'm always like, what are you thinking about? I mean, obviously, I'm thinking progressive web apps are going to become even bigger mm-hmm. in 2019. Mm-hmm. Is that? Am I correct? Uh, what else are you thinking about? Is that is that one of the main drivers? I mean, honestly, right now, my partner and I are yeah. focused on the end of the year okay. and how we, how we can finish strong. And I'm also, thinking way ahead of you, Joel, way ahead of you. And we, and we want to figure out how we can uh, you know, share the share the. The benefits of this year with our employees. Yeah, gotcha. that's and, fun. And so that's a fun part of the yeah. year for Absolutely. us to think yes. about that. And definitely, um, we are in, we're in business planning. We are seeing a lot of growth on the software side next year. And Absolutely, excited about that. Kind that's of these awesome. new technologies, and 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 really, truly, there are a lot of innovative CIOs who are who want to so do this. And so, you do work outside of Pittsburgh, right? It's not just Pittsburgh. Cleveland. We have a lot of work that comes out of the Cleveland area. Good manufacturers out there that you're working with, I know. That's right. We've done, done work in Texas and Arizona, New York, Chicago. Um, on the software side. How do people find out about you? Word of mouth? Word of mouth. Uh, the web, we have a great uh, marketing person, oh. Eve Terzillo. Uh-huh. She does a great job. Right. With our marketing. And so, that's yeah. great. So just pushing the word out and getting some traction. People yep. seeing results. Okay. People from around stuff. the country will email us about VR. So exactly. exactly. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. So people want to learn more about OpenArc. Where's the best place they can go and like nerd out about all your services? www.openarc.net. Just that simple. Uh, Joel Reed. Go. OpenArc. Thank you, stuff. Joel. Really excited for you guys in the coming year. Great Thank work you today. guys. Great stuff all the way around. Audrey. Always love talking to you. We always love having you stop by. We're going to see you here. in six months. Okay. It's, like, it's like your yeah. six-month check It's like a checkup. Exactly. <laughs> We're going to see how all this progressive web app stuff's coming along. So okay. Just saying. Just saying. Anyhow. I'm going to bring my partner one of these times. Yeah, yeah, tell, yeah, tell Bethany to stop on by sometime. I will do that. She's always available here to come into okay. Tech Vibe Radio. Come on. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. <laughs> Anyhow, another show under our belt, Audrey. I don't know what happens, but the time goes by way too fast. It does. But we have downloads. We do. You can go to our website at PGH Tech or TechFuse, pghtechfuse.com. Tech absolutely. And you can hear us, and uh, we've had, like, thousands of interviews at this point. Many thousands of interviews. I know. It's sort of crazy. <laughs> After we 11 years. We have a chance years. to meet some, cr- exactly. some crazy great people. So uh, find out more about us at pghtech.org. Simple as that. And have yourself a great weekend. This is Jonathan Kirsting. And this is Audrey Russo. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island Jam like you're all in the same garage. 
Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.